Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866 866- 691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. All right, stay with us. We're getting closer to the 5 o'clock hour. We'll take a closer look with some audio about the chaos that ensued today at uh, City Hall, the L.A. City Council meeting, really for the last time in a while. Uh, some council members are heading out. They're done uh, with service. And yeah. uh, Kevin DeLeon showed up, and that led to chaos. The disgraced L.A. City Council member who was uh, on that audio tape that was... Uh, Leaked a couple of months ago. And uh, some of them have not shown up in council chamber since then, but uh, he did show up today. Some of them are going to get a special farewell later in the program. Yes, it's ahead, along with, of course, the moist line. Two rounds coming up in the five o'clock hour. Well, it's another day. I mean, this Sunday will be four weeks 
since uh, we found out about the four University of Idaho students who were murdered in their off-campus home. Four weeks. And you know what? You know the trail's going kind of cold when you Google the latest and you get stories from yesterday or the day before or the day before that? Yeah, they start, a lot of news organizations aren't even covering it much anymore. Uh, it looks like uh, some guy, though, woke up uh, out of his hangover after a month and uh, uh, has some breaking news, among other things. We're going to go to Alex Stone from ABC News. <laughs> Am I that guy in the hangover? Yeah, I was going to say, is Alex the guy you're talking about? <laughs> yes, Alex is the guy. He's been in a hangover for a month? <laughs> <laughs> Would have been. I had a good night last night. I didn't know I did. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, four weeks, so we're coming up on a month, and uh, really, the at least the, the information that police have let the public know that they have in the case is about what we had four weeks ago, that there has been a murder, they don't have, and we say it over and over again, a suspect, a motive, a murder weapon, they have no idea. What they've got now is some indication, they won't say witness, surveillance video, no license plate, Um, They want to know what a white Hyundai Elantra was doing uh, in the area of the murders around that time in the morning, which, you know, sounds like uh, if you use a Nextdoor app that anytime somebody rolls by through the neighborhood, uh, you know, a bunch of people go, uh, you know, uh, five o'clock in the morning, there was a a blue car that went through. They must have been up to no good. And then everybody theorizes what they were doing that, that was wrong. And it turns out they were delivering newspapers or something. But in this, they don't know what this white car was doing. They don't know if it was involved at all, uh, but they want to know what were they doing in that area. Maybe they saw something. Maybe they were involved. The uh, police chief saying this in uh, something the police department put out. We have uh, um, information of a white vehicle that was in the area um, either during the time frame of the homicide or around the time frame of the homicide. And we are just wanting to talk to the individuals who are in that vehicle. Um, They may have some valuable information for us. And we're looking for a 2011 to a 2013 Hyundai Elantra. Maybe it was a killer. Maybe not. They have no idea. Maybe it was an Uber driver. Maybe it was a kid coming home from a party. Maybe it was a newspaper delivery, probably a little bit early, around 4 a.m. for that. But he says they really don't know. The other new development, kind of surprising they hadn't done this before now, um, but he says they're getting so many tips with, you know, it's gone around the world and people have theories and ideas that they're being inundated in the local police department. So now the FBI is going to take over in a call center, collecting the tips coming in, going through them, weeding through them, um, figuring out which ones are real. So the tip line now will go to an FBI call center. We've done that because uh, we started receiving many, many uh, tips and that call center can categorize those, and they can send those tips back to investigators so we can follow up and make sure that we um, continue with our investigation. We know they've gotten like 3,000 phone tips, like 2,500 okay. email tips. Right. I mean, this is supposedly a, a, an Elantra <laughs> between 2011 and 2013? Yeah. Okay, I just looked up the statistics. Uh, they have sold approximately 600,000 Elantras well, in there the you U.S., go. During those three years. There's probably 200,000 in L.A. right now. So right. if you're driving one, you might be a suspect in this crime. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they're getting tips, wacky tips. These thousands. Getting, and yeah, I was going to say these tips. It's, it's everybody who knows. There's nowhere guy. anywhere near Moscow, Idaho, sending in all of their theories, right? Yeah, well, and that's why now, and yeah. again, that they didn't do this because the FBI has been helping out. Why didn't police say, hey, three and a half weeks ago, Help us out. You take a lot of these and tell us which ones are real, and then then we'll do that. One more thing that they've now put out um, is body camera video and audio from that morning, not associated with the murders, 
but of a call that was, or uh, police on patrol stumbled upon these kids, that what do you do in a college town? Well, you drink underage. And they mm. found them in a field, but they're putting it out for a, an interesting reason. Um, they, they stopped these kids. They were under 21. They, they were drinking in the field or believed to be under 21. Sounded like this. Hey, Moscow police, come back here. Common college town stop. It was quiet out around 4 in the morning. They're in the field drinking. They get tickets, probably minor in possessions, MIPs, um, that you know a lot of kids get in college. You got any idea on you? I don't. Take it out, 21. Now, the reason why they're putting it out, so police say don't pay any attention to the kids who they're talking to. They weren't involved in the murders. Police at that time didn't know about the murders. It may not have happened yet. Um, but they are crowdsourcing this video because it was around the time in the neighborhood and now they're telling the public, go at it, that they have forensically looked at this video frame by frame. They don't see anything in it, but especially people who know Moscow, they want to know, is there a weird light on that you see in the background? Do you see oh, somebody man. who they didn't see? They're scraping bottom Yeah, there. do you see, you know, some the car that's parked oh, along man. the street that otherwise? So now they're saying, all right, public, help us out. You want to be sleuths in this whole thing, and you remember... Well, there have been so many Reddit chains. But did you and see Facebook a light on in the background? And then what are they going to do? Well, you call the tip line is what you do. <laughs> and what are the police going to do? Go see if the light's still on? Yeah. Well, yeah, they want to know. You know, if you lived in the area, Jeez. you watch this video. And again, they say the, the people in the video, they know had nothing to do with the murders. But they're saying, look at everything around them and behind mm -hmm. them and let them know if something isn't right. right. Wow, that's... Uh... <laughs> Now, uh, that, that... oh boy, Alex, when are you going to move off this story? I mean, it is starting <laughs> to go pretty cold, isn't it? <laughs> I know. I mean, we may be going down that road. So the, yeah. the 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 guy heard the scream down the block. He didn't have any more information. There is a neighbor that now claims that he didn't remember back then, but is telling some <laughs> reporters that he probably heard a scream that night. Um, but there are other neighbors who say that they were awake and they didn't hear anything. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's one of these where a month later he's saying, you know, yeah, a I, month maybe later, I didn't hear a that's, scream. That's great. Yeah, this is Ainan Harsh, a local chef, who said he got home around one thirty. <laughs> he said the house seemed quieter than usual, the party house. And then at 4 a.m. he heard a sound. Could have been a scream, but then again, it could have been a party sound. So we didn't think about it for Could have been a dog long. howling. I mean, and you then, never know. And, and then a month later. It, it, a month it later, is, yeah. he thought about it. Okay. Now is uh, is talking to reporters. Oh. There was a uh, an ex-con who was uh, arrested uh, a couple of days ago, about a mile away, uh, who knives involved in, in his background, allegedly beat his wife. And police are saying that has nothing to do with this case, That uh, that that's totally unrelated. So there's a lot of little threads that are out there, but still... They got nothing, and, and they say that they won't talk about details of what they do have, but the families are saying, you've been saying that, police chief, for a month now. You know, if you had something, act on it. And uh, otherwise, if you keep saying, well, we're not going to tell you what we have because it would hurt the investigation, but, well, four what, weeks into this, and the investigation hasn't yielded anything. What damage could anybody do to this investigation? At this point, yeah, four <laughs> weeks, right. and uh, they, they still don't have a suspect, so it doesn't seem like the info that they do have is, uh, is doing a lot for them. All right, All right, Alex. Thank you very much. You got it. Thanks, yeah. Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI on the Idaho College Student Murders. Uh, this is a little suspicious, though. This 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 harsh guy, the chef that now thinks he may have heard a scream. Yeah. He posted on Facebook an account belonging to him on November 15th. This is two days after the murders. Four killed and stabbing across street. No screams, no evidence, no trace. So like professional killers. But why three sorority girls? 
Well, I'm only saying that because he wrote No Screams. No Screams. And also, and now? John, he's a chef. Don't chefs have knives? Oh, that's right. Chefs have knives. They have big knives, yeah. They do have big <clears throat> knives, and they're good with them. I'm uh, not casting any guilt suspicions on this man. I'm just... <laughs> yes, you are. We all are. Everybody's <laughs> well, playing detective. I, we I, will I, figure this out. I think it's time to turn it over to Steve Gregory's cold case unit. Already? After four weeks? Yes, I think it's already in the refrigerator. But they... Uh, that's sad. It's headed just, to the freezer. Something may pop out. I keep thinking something's going to pop out of nowhere. Unless the guy who did it does something impulsive and stupid. Uh, but you know, Brags about it or? Brags about it or I don't know if he disposed of his bloody clothes in the wrong place. Right. It's going to have to be something dramatic like that. But that's it, it, it's it, nothing's going to come from their, uh, their investigating, clearly. No, and I don't think 6,000 tips, there'll be anything in there worth. 6,000 tips about a wine. Yeah, I saw a wine Elantra, yeah. Yeah, one of them passed my house. Where do you live, sir? Maine. Jeez. All right, Johnny Kent Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Well, after reports saying that there would not be hearings next week in Congress concerning the company FTX, which, of course, is a crypto exchange in bankruptcy, and the man that co-founded it, Sam Bankman-Fried, there are now going to be hearings in Congress. And Sam Bankman-Fried will appear. We'll talk about this in the latest on that story after the news at 4.30. A lot of horrible things happen in the world. And, of course, we're talking about the murders of the four college students in Idaho. But one that occurred more recently that is bizarre and really troubling Involves the death of a seven-year-old girl in Texas. Her name is Athena Strand. And uh, the man that's been arrested for that murder is Tanner Lynn Horner, 31 years old and a contract driver for FedEx. And I, I don't know that his story, there's an affidavit that's been released. He's confessed to killing the little girl. And he's telling the police that, well, he came to deliver what turned out to be her Christmas gift. Barbies? Barbie dolls? And um, it was her stepmother's house. He was dropping off the gift. He was backing up to leave, and he accidentally hit her. When he went out to see what happened, she said, I'm going to tell my father. So instead, he panicked, pulled her into the van, and eventually strangled her to death. Actually saying he tried to break her neck. When that didn't work, he strangled her to death and then dumped her body about 15 miles away. Um... Who does that? <laughs> Psycho murderer? She wasn't badly hurt, according to the reports, although I don't know how we would know since well, she's dead. Or maybe looking at her body. They she wasn't badly hurt when he, when he bumped into her with the truck. That's right. It's kind of knocked her over. And if he accidentally hit her, well, she tells her father, I mean, he didn't want to lose his job because that'll go on his record. and The murder, get... the murder charge is going to go on his record. No, I meant before that, though. No, I, I know. Was he I'm, actually I'm thinking sure. that I can silence this little girl by killing her, dumping uh -huh. her body? No one will be the wiser. Yeah. That's how they tracked him, by the way. They knew the FedEx van was in that vicinity around the time the girl disappeared, and that's how they started to question him. There was a white Elantra, too, in the vicinity. But no, there were... They cleared that guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, find I, out I, the Idaho students were killed by ninja people dressed up as ninja warriors. Like I, I don't know. It's, it seems like... It seems like... Um, a normal panicked person, even allowing for the panic, right, would just yes. just bolt. All right, she's yes, okay. that's one possibility. So just 
get out of there. Because even if she tells and, a story, she might be confused about right. who it was that hit her or what right. hit her. Or, right. right. And just, you know, go, drive, you know, 30 miles away and say, oh, I don't know. I, I, was, I was over here. I, I know. And then, you know, if you get fired, you get fired. And, you know. He strangled her because murdering she, a seven-year-old girl doesn't seem like the optimal uh, reaction. She was going to tell her father about being hit by the FedEx truck the defendant was operating. Ah, uh, and the thing I have not been able to, and it's not in any story, he did not because this is normally what you would think. Sadly, he did not sexually assault her, according to any of the reports. He just kills her, I guess, inside the truck, and then dumps her body miles so away. So, if he has he murdered before, I wonder. He has no record, according to most news media right. sources. Which means he wasn't caught. Yeah, that's um, true. But you know, driving driving a truck like that is. Especially as a contractor, that's kind of a marginal job. So uh, this guy seems like he'd be living on the fringe of society, right. and that's where you get into all kinds of weird psychology cases. Because um, so quickly he decided to kill her, and actually follows through on it. Boy, yes, tries I mean, to break her neck. So that didn't work, so he strangled and, her. And that's a particularly vicious way to try to kill somebody. Breaking a little girl's neck. You're wow, right. it does sound I'm, like somebody who's right. familiar with murder. All right, so we, like, what else has he done? I mean, he must have lost his temper before. Now, there is apparently video that shows the little girl going into the van, but not so far we don't know that shows him killing her. What but, was she standing outside waiting for her present? She had had a fight with her stepmother. Mm. And she ran outside. And it was the same time he was arriving with her present from FedEx, yes. It's just kind of a coincidence. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. She runs out and, and ran into the only murderous FedEx driver in America. Who says he wouldn't have been a murderer if he didn't accidentally run her over. I, or hit her. I, it's, it's such a leap that I'm not necessarily buying it right now. It's such a big Yeah, I know. Something uh, to say, oh, well, I, I'm thinking instead he wanted make- this little girl. And she resisted, so he killed her. That's, yeah, how do we know he was? Re- he really ran her over? Maybe he just grabbed her off the street. That's correct. We do not know that. Unless they found injuries on her body beyond the strangulation that might indicate she got touched by something like a truck. I don't know. That's just his story right now. I know. That just might we'll be a cover story. We have to wait for the story. prosecution trying to, to do justify, all of evidence collecting. Trying to justify why he did it. I mean, a lot, a lot of times uh, people say, oh, I panicked. I didn't mean to. To try to cover up, you know, an intentional yes. murder. He led them to the body, too. Well, he confessed, but this is his story. Um, I mean, she's dead. Well, he murdered her. Well, I mean, you know, most neighborhoods now, there's all the cameras. So it's really hard to say I wasn't there. Uh, yes. Or I, I, apparently I, the FedEx truck had uh, a camera. Yeah, right. I never. Yeah, right. Exactly. I never met her. Uh, this never happened. You can't, you can't do that anymore. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. The only block in America without cameras is the one in Idaho. I demand more money for doing more. Come on. Everybody's at it now. Going on strike. No? That's right. Let's, let's do what they did at the New York Times. That was effective. Did they return? I guess they returned yeah. those writers. Uh, yeah. One day outage, was it, yesterday? You walk out for one day. Ooh. That sends a message. It brought the place to its knees, huh? It's like, nice. I'm going to hold my breath. <laughs> In the old days, oh. they used to strike at newspapers in New York. Strike would go on for four months. 
Looks like uh, Joe Biden is giving uh, one of his first major TV interviews since the midterm elections. And it's with the hard-hitting journalist, Drew Barrymore. (laughs) That's going to be a tongue bath. Who hosts a weekday uh, talk show. Joe and Jill, I'm sure it's going to be to talk about the upcoming holidays. Can you imagine how riveting that's going to be? Next week, Tuesday... The founder of FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried, will testify before Congress. It's the House Committee on Financial Services. There was some back and forth over this. Maxine Waters is chairwoman of the committee. Earlier this month, he declined to testify, saying he wanted to wait until he finished learning and reviewing what caused the company's swift downfall. (laughs) Now he's saying there probably isn't much I can say, but I'll go anyway. This is going to be a waste of time. Uh, yes, he doesn't. He don't. He don't. He doesn't want to explain how he stole all the money. So, he and FTX executives spent more than seventy million dollars ahead of the twenty twenty mid twenty twenty two midterm elections to sway regulation of the crypto industry. That's what they were up to, and uh, that's a lot of bribery. You know, he was number two behind your all time favorite donor, George Soros. George Soros, right? Yeah. These are the but kind there's of- another FTX guy that gave millions to Republicans and conservatives, so they were trying to feed the pipeline on both ends, I guess. So, but that's well, what well, companies yeah. often mean, do. Well, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of people bribing all the politicians. Yes. But th- this is how it's done. I mean, he, yeah, he- Ryan Salome, another top FTX executive, donated more than $23 million, mainly to Republicans and conservative groups. But Bankman Freed was number two overall. He personally gave $40 million to politicians and political action committees ahead of the midterm elections. And do you think he was also trying to get out of front of this uh, bankruptcy? And Well, he, he wanted to be able to pull off the theft, right? Uh, right. Uh, the, Without I, any new regulations? He, see, he's got an act going on. He's already admitted that he was lying to everybody all along with all his woke activism. He said that's just something we do for virtue signaling, right? Yes. And he gained the trust of a lot of celebrities, a lot of politicians. And the politicians were going to go easy on the regulation. The celebrities were going to star in his commercials. They, they were going to make investments in his company because he was on the right side of all the woke issues. And he was donating money to these woke organizations. So everybody thought, it was like, oh, my, look at this, a hero god. He's actually sharing his billions of dollars to make the world better. What was it called? Effective altruism? Yes. That, yes. that was his con. And, and so, you know, he's already admitted that he's, he's an actor. He BSs people. He manipulates people. And now his shtick is, is to do these Zoom interviews where he's looking down. You know, he's just sitting there in a hoodie and a pair of shorts. So I don't know what happened. Yeah, oh, I gave all this money to my girlfriend's company. It just disappeared. I don't know. I should have been paying attention. I didn't intentionally do this. I didn't intentionally do that. It's an act. He's, he, now, suddenly, he's the bumbling fool, right? He's the bumbling uh, genius. Didn't really know what was going on. He always going on. He wants to avoid prison. Notice he's still in the Bahamas. Why is he yeah. in the Bahamas? Because there's no laws against this stuff in the Bahamas. Yeah, but if he comes to D.C. to testify, he will he, be. Is he actually list. coming to D.C.? Oh, or that's is a good question. Is this, is he's going to be remotely. Zoom testimony. Oh, I didn't think of that. You might be right. I don't have any information on that as whether or not he's showing up in person. The, Bahama, the Bahamas, uh, it's murky as to whether there's extradition uh, 
uh, yeah. protocols with the Bahamas for something like this. Now, there is another story involving a person from a television show, Shark Tank. Ever watch that? Oh, it's been yeah. on for years. Oh, yeah. People come on there and pitch their ideas and stuff like that yeah. and their companies. Yeah. It's right. a good show. Uh, one of the stars, Kevin O'Leary, has admitted that FTX paid him $15 million to be the company's spokesman, and he put back almost $10 million into crypto tokens, and now it's gone. He's the cranky bald guy. He is the cranky bald guy, and he says he feels like a fool. He <laughs> says the total deal was just under $15 million all in. It's all at zero. It was not a good investment. <laughs> Apparently, he's known as Mr. Wonderful. It's kind of a sarcastic uh, nickname because he's so uh, cranky. He's so, he's so harsh on the show, yeah. Okay. I, have, uh, I, no. I know that, uh, what's his name? The Mavericks owner, Mark. Uh, Mark. Yeah. Yeah, the both of them. The both of them are really snide if, they're, if they think it's a stupid idea. He said uh, he told Sam Bankman Fried, look, Sam, I'm just one investor, but my account has a zero in it. There are no accounting records. Where'd the money go? I need to find where the money went. <laughs> he luck. said he admitted he went into groupthink, drinking the Kool-Aid on institutional investors' frenzy to get in on crypto exchanges. That's... Now we all look like idiots. Much of life is people following what other people do. Groupthink, yes. Yeah. Even if and even... You, don't, you don't want to feel left out. Yeah. No, that, that, is, that is the most one of the most powerful forces in human nature is what are other people doing? What are other people wearing? You know, what are other people investing in? Other people, you know, what, are, what do other people own? What kind of car do they have? Where do they vacation? What's, what are other people doing? And you can have this happen at a workplace. You can have this happen in an industry. Uh, you, 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 much of this, this woke fad is the same thing. What are other people believing in? I'm going to believe in too because it's popular. It's cool and trendy. And I want to be cool and trendy. I want to believe in the right things. Well, according to the Stanford Daily... Uh, Sam Bankman-Fried's parents, who are both teachers at Stanford, are not returning next semester. Joseph Bankman canceled the one law class he was scheduled to teach, and the mother, Barbara Freed, that's why he's Sam Bankman-Fried. He took each of their names, yeah. you see. You've got to watch those hyphen people. She isn't teaching any classes next yeah. quarter. Yeah. I think they've gone into hiding. Yeah, uh, well... How much he was? He was born on the campus. Did he make? Uh, did they make any money on this? Well, that's a good question. Where are they and all hiding? That they, where are they all hiding? It doesn't say where they are, but they're not coming back to Stanford. Uh, the Bahamas the are going to get pretty crowded. I have a feeling. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM six forty live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. I'm a LA Rams season ticket holder, so they send out all these emails for you to buy merchandise. The new headline is the Baker Mayfield jersey is on sale. <laughs> hey, oh. yeah. Did you go? One miracle. I, I did not go because that decision was made back in February, March, April. Once I saw the Raiders, I said, I'm not going. I'm not going to be oh, there with those fans. Nope. That's right. Because you might get I killed. Already, I sold those tickets months ago. <laughs> yeah. You're so. Much safer in your living room. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't put up with that. Oh, my God. Yeah, the problem night, is so far with the Rams and the Chargers, a lot of the other team's fans come in, but if it's yeah. Raider fans, that's a no-no. Yeah. I'm not going to put no, up. You don't want to so. be walking in the dark to your I car. I realize it was a miracle game. It was a great comeback. I watched it on the TV. I didn't give up, you know? Yeah. I was looking at that. You know, <laughs> I was hearkening myself back to the 2016 election between Trump and Hillary. Remember the New York Times meter? Yes. Which we always talk about. Well, last night in the box in the corner, as the Rams took the field at their own two-yard line, 
with what, two minutes left or something yeah. less than that. 98% chance Raiders win. 98. <laughs> I, said, I wish I could run to a betting window. Knowing what I know now, right? You know, I think eventually um, you're going to be able to do that. Yes, think, instantly bet on something, right? Yeah, if, if maybe maybe you can in, in some states already. Well, probably you might but, be able to. I don't but know. but yeah, because I read somewhere where that's where it's going, where the leagues want to be able to make it so you could bet play by play. Uh, uh, and, and, so you have a device right, right in your hands, and you just yeah, yeah, you just bet. You know, even if it's there's 30 seconds left, you know, what are the odds that he's going to gain uh, four yards or more? What are the odds right. he's going to throw? Will a pass, the next play be yards? a pass or a run? Right, exactly. Right. So that that <laughs> they, be more than 10 yards, less than 10 yards. One day when you see that 98 percent probability, you you could place a bet on that and retire. All right. Well, uh, we have an update on somebody we talked about. Was it earlier this week or last week? Um, it's this man that identifies as non-binary, Sam Britton the Deputy Assistant Secretary for Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition at the U.S. Department of Energy's Office of Nuclear Energy. Yeah, this is nuclear fuel. This is nuclear waste. Yes, you would not expect somebody that looks like this man. He's, he's bald with a big smile and lots looks of, like a joker and a fun guy. Lots of red lipstick. Uh, wait, wait. have he's, a serious he's, job like this. He's bald with lots of red lipstick and, and bright red dresses. Yes, he does like to put on a show with his fashion. That's yes. right, and uh, and and you know he's he's got a, a, a he's got an important job with nuclear waste, and he also has a compulsion to steal luggage at airports. Well, that's the thing. When we last talked about him, he was accused of stealing a woman's suitcase from a Minneapolis airport. Well, the update today is that they believe he also stole luggage at Las Vegas airport. So, is that a compulsion? To take someone else's luggage? Is, is well, that something that's under the larceny and the, uh, guess he's what's got that, the kleptomaniac thing? Right, because you don't know what's in the luggage, so you don't even know. Maybe that's that you, part of the fun, though. But you might be getting somebody's filthy underwear. Maybe that's part of the fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I to judge? Aren't there people that buy stinky sure. socks and underwear yeah, online there, there from are. Sure. women and men? Yeah, yeah. there are. Uh, maybe he's one of them. Jeez. Uh, uh, so he... Uh, it's gross. <laughs> so gross. Well, it's like when people buy storage lockers, right? Don't they buy like... Uh, isn't there a show? It was about oh, people who buy yes. big storage units to, and don't know what's inside. It's part of the fun of right. whether or not, you know, if I paid it for something maybe, really maybe valuable if, in there. You might find an old painting in there or some forgotten jewelry. Yeah. Yes. Isn't that the idea of his stealing the luggage? He's excited <sighs> about what might be... Now, that the Minneapolis woman stuff, he left in a hotel room. I guess he didn't care you know, for it. And, and he but tell- he took that suitcase and used it again. He, and he tells a stupid lie saying, oh, I thought it was mine. Except he didn't check any baggage. He did not. He and did he knew not he check didn't a bag che- in Minneapolis. He, no. he knew he didn't check any baggage. He's like, you know what? They're going to figure that out, you dope. Yeah, that's pretty sad. And then he, he does it again. So, I mean, this is probably a thing that he's been doing for a long time. And it was, it's it, you and I, and even, I think, you know, Deborah knew, the Vera Bradley. That's the suitcase he took in Minneapolis. I guess it's it's valuable. It's a nice suitcase. Vera Bradley? I don't know. Uh, well, that, uh, so, that is the one brand I, I wasn't familiar with. You were not. Okay. No. We don't know what he took in Vegas, what brand it was. But that could be, he could be attracted to maybe these high-end fashion brands right. of suitcases. Now, is he going to be removed from the uh, nuclear waste department? Well, he's on leave. I mean, he's definitely got a whole set of screws loose. Um. Yes. This guy should not be near nuclear waste. (laughs) That's just the the (laughs) odd thing that doesn't make sense about this, that that's his job. Yeah, I know. 
because the pictures of him, uh, right? It looks like he likes I, to, because he wears what? a mustache, and he's got a bald head, but you're right, he wears it, dresses and it, lipstick, so he's kind of combining everything. It was a woke hire. That's what it was. It was purely for woke reasons, obviously. Kind of, kind of back. A, a guy, a guy, a guy who's handling nuclear waste shouldn't he have to pass like like security checks, like like you know high level security checks? Yeah, but I and don't think do he had anything on his record until this well, accusation. I wonder. He's been stealing luggage his whole life. He's been doing something his whole life. All right. When we come back, we have some audio to play about the chaos today at L.A. City Hall. The city council meeting for the last time in a while was confronted by the return of Kevin Leon. The disgraced city councilman showed up at Chambers. Oh, it got rowdy. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. 
It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.